In today's fast-paced digital age, networking has become more important than ever. It is a necessary marketing skill. So stick around. Today, we're revealing a powerful method that will help you cultivate meaningful connections that will help you grow your business. All right, let's get to it. Hey, you, welcome to the Messy Desk Podcast, where you'll find honest conversations about productivity, mindset, and marketing. If you're an overwhelmed business owner who wants to achieve more, but could use a little guidance and coaching, then you're in the right place. Ready to dive in? Let's get to it. Hey, you, welcome to episode 99 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity coach. And I'm Megan Monahan, your marketing strategist. Way back in episode 77, Megan and I shared how you can improve your marketing productivity through networking. The core theme of that episode is to build strong relationships through your networking efforts. Building relationships is the secret sauce, because if you were attending networking events, be it in person or virtually, and approaching people with a, what can you do for me attitude, you're not going to have much success. Yep. That is a true story. The art of networking has evolved. It requires much more than just passing some business cards or sharing QR codes. And if networking is one of your marketing lanes, then it's time to up your game. Effective networking requires building a true connection with a person, and you need a plan and a strategy to make the best use of your time and effort. Yes, I love hearing that. Being productive in your marketing is so important, especially when it comes to networking and creating real connections. Because if you aren't careful, you could essentially just waste a bunch of time talking to people. I've certainly made that mistake. And worse, truthfully. The first networking event I ever attended was a complete bust. I walked in, I took a stroll around the room and headed straight for the door. <laughs> <laughs> I can certainly relate with that. In fact, I think I've done that at a couple of parties. <laughs> but look, times have changed. Teresa is now a master networker with tons of experience building connections through networking. That's in good part to the networking organization I belong to. Master Networks. I've been a member of the New York region since 2017. And it was here that I learned about the critical skill of relational networking. Relational networking is very different from transactional networking. We talked about this in depth in episode 77, but to ensure we're all on the same page, let's briefly explain the difference. Transactional networking involves brief, often opportunistic interactions. The primary goal is to achieve immediate benefits or specific objectives. Transactional networking focuses on short-term exchanges. As the term implies, it often does not prioritize building deeper connections or maintaining long-lasting relationships. Conversely, relational networking refers to the establishment and cultivation of long-term meaningful relationships with others. And those relationships are based on mutual trust, support, and shared interests. The focus is on building strong connections that can lead to valuable collaborations and opportunities over time. 
Master Networks is built on the principle of connection in networking. And it's here where I learned to hone that skill using the bond method. And not I James have, Bond, yeah, right? James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of this method. Teresa actually hasn't shared it with me before. She's been holding back. I knew it. <laughs> so what exactly is the Bond method? The Bond method was developed by Master Network's CEO and founder, Chaz Wilson. Bond is a mnemonic that stands for Build on Common Interests, Occupation Exploration, needs discovery and develop an opportunity. Bond is, in effect, a map of how to build a purposeful and meaningful connection in networking to grow your business. It's the key to creating efficient and effective meetings with potential customers and possible partners. So Teresa is saying that the bond method focuses on putting people first by helping you master your relationship building skills. Once you master that, the business will come. Yes. Learning and practicing the skill is certainly a part of it. The other part is who you're bonding with in the first place, but we'll get to that piece a little later. Sounds good. So let's dive into the bond method in more detail. The first step to creating a connection in networking using bond is to build on common interests. This phase is about creating a connection with someone by being perpetually curious, asking good questions, and then being a great listener. What typically happens in networking is you meet someone once, maybe on a Zoom or for coffee, you talk about your businesses, and then absolutely nothing comes of it. If that's the path you've been following, then you're missing out on the entire purpose of networking. Exactly. Here's the thing. It's not about you. Your job is to get to know the other person. You do that by asking good questions and listening well. Have some icebreaker questions in your tool bag. Questions like, where did you grow up? What do you like to do for fun? Are you originally from this area? What's your favorite book? What famous person would you want to spend time with? Now, you might be wondering what questions like these have to do with business. Only everything. Remember, the point here is to find common ground, topics and ideas that you can connect on. Now, in this step, you may connect or you might not, and that's okay. I mean, truthfully, you're not going to develop a business opportunity with every single person you meet. Yep. Sometimes you may make a great new friend. Sometimes you may discover there's nothing there to develop, and that's okay. The question is, what do you do if there is a connection? What comes next? Great question. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> In that case, you move on to the next step of the bond method, which is that O, and it stands for occupation exploration. It's hard to say. This step focuses on work. Your goal here is to continue building a connection with that person. And it's here where you'll learn more about their career or business. You're looking to discover their passion and their why, the path that they've taken to get to where they are now, and the steps in their journey, which will then give you insight into their values and ideals. To make the most of this stage, come prepared. 
do a little research and know what questions you'd like to ask in advance of this meeting. So what are some suggestions for questions we might want to ask at this stage? Well, you may want to ask things like, how did you get interested in your line of work? Have you always been in this industry? And if not, what made you change? What do you like most about what you do? Or what about your industry keeps you up at night? What separates you from your competitors? Or what does your ideal customer look like? Ask your questions and then listen to understand, not respond. Those are really good questions to start more meaningful conversations. Although I have to say those last two are often tough to answer for many folks, at least in my experience. As a marketing consultant through discovery calls, I found that business owners often aren't sure of their ideal customer or what differentiates them from others. But these are still good questions to ask. Yeah, I can see how those two last questions might stump some people, but it's always good to make them think. True. And who knows what they may actually discover about their ideal customers, competitors, or even themselves just by asking thoughtful questions. I know the questions I've been asked during Bonds have helped me get clear on my avatar, the digital products I create, and so much more. I could literally talk about this part all day, but let's get back to building on common interests. When it comes to the questions you'll ask, don't treat those questions like a checklist. Dive deeper into the replies you get, so that's listening again, with questions to follow up, like, can you tell me more about that? You can learn a lot in one meeting, but more often than not, you're going to be booking multiple meetings. So, you know, you may spend your first meeting just building on common interest and find that there's something there to develop, book another meeting, right? You're not trying to get through everything in an hour. Right, right. Yeah, I can see how the checklist feeling could happen. (laughs) Now, just remember you're building rapport and the foundation of trust you need to get to the next step. And that next step to building connection and networking is the N, which stands for needs discovery. And we're talking about, you know, the need, not it needs discovery. Think of this stage of the bond method as an important bridge between the B and O to the D, and that's the development opportunity, which we'll get to in a minute. The needs discovery stage is all about understanding the needs of your prospect, right? The need you're discovering will differ depending on whether that person is a prospect, meaning a customer, or a partner, meaning someone you can refer customers to or who can refer customers to you, or maybe someone you're going to collaborate with. I imagine that's quite an important distinction since it's likely the types of questions you ask will differ some, right? Is that true? Yes. Absolutely, that's true. So for example, with people who are prospects, so possible clients and customers, some good questions to ask are, what are you trying to accomplish? What results have you achieved so far? What kinds of problems are you encountering? What frustrates you the most? What solutions have you tried? What would happen if you did not solve this issue? How would it feel if you solve the problem 
And how committed are you to solving the problem? They're a lot like discovery call questions, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to think about what the person has said regarding their frustrations and then focus on those things and ask pointed questions to discover how you might help. And then it's at this point, you can share what you do and the ways that you can assist. These questions are a much better approach than meeting someone for the first time and selling yourself in the first few sentences. Right. <laughs> That's always a jarring experience and it feels really unnatural and forced. Yep. So the conversation flows better with the questions included, you, you know? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's a method to it that really works. Now, in the case where you're meeting with a potential partner, right, people who could be really great referral partners or collaboration partners, for example, your questions will go in a different direction. And the questions will be further defined by whether or not that person is a referral or a collaboration partner. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So in this situation, you'll be focused on how your needs align with one another. For example, maybe you're in different industries, but you share an ideal customer avatar. Your needs may align with generating leads. In this instance, you'll explore how you can best refer one another. Okay, that makes sense. Or perhaps you're an expert in a particular subject, like let's say, oh, productivity, for <laughs> example. <laughs> and let's say this productivity expert has a membership where she's discovered that her members need help with mindset. Her need might be to find a strategic partner like a mindset coach who can provide that type of training for her people. I get it. So whichever the case, prospect or partner, you find this out through curiosity and questions like you would when you're talking to any other person, right? Exactly. <laughs> this brings us to the last step in bond. And that last step to connecting and networking is to develop an opportunity. Success in this phase requires recognizing good opportunities early, moving from pulling information from the other person to sharing information and focusing on finding solutions that fix problems. So of course, this begs the question, what is an opportunity? That's another great question. An opportunity is not just the sale of a product or service. There are so many more different types of opportunities that you can find. For example, Referral partners, co-branding, meaning people who need your services also need mine. Joint events, like maybe webinars, co-marketing, speaking opportunities, partnerships, sponsorships, collaborations, or invitations to other networking events. You just never know. Yeah, you definitely need to be a good listener and a quick thinker too. <laughs> Networking with intention and purpose takes practice indeed. So what are some questions to ask a potential partner? To improve your skill of developing opportunities, practice asking questions like these. Knowing what I do, how can I help you? Or how do you see us working together? Sometimes it can be like a what if question. So what if we, and then what your idea is, like if you get an idea during your conversation, what do you see as your options? Or do you want input from me is another good question. What is our go forward plan? Or, 
a good one to use at this stage because you might need some time, right? Sometimes you need to get a little distance between you and the conversation. That's when the real ideas come, right? right. And so a, another good question could be, when could we meet to have further discussions, right? So what's most important to understand is that opportunities come in all different shapes and sizes. Sometimes those opportunities come in the form of direct revenue. In other words, you've gained a new client. Other times, the opportunities may lead to revenue in the future. For example, in the form of a referral to a client. And as I said before, sometimes the opportunity is an amazing new friend. And those are also important. Yes, they certainly are. But look, no matter what the outcome, you're developing the skill of discovering needs in order to identify opportunities. But like I just said, this exercise takes practice. So use this bond approach to sharpen your networking skills. Before you know it, you'll be amazing at creating the rapport and trust that lead to relationships that grow your business. Build strategic relationships since those will carry you further for longer. Yes, strategy for the win. Okay, now that you understand how the bond method works, you may be wondering who to bond with. Honestly, this could be its own podcast episode, but let's start with this. The bond method does not typically happen in one meeting, but rather in several meetings over time. And you're not going to get through all four steps with everyone. You want to find the right people and filter out from there. So to determine who you'll bond with, you first must put some thought in who you want to meet. In other words, be really intentional about it and have a goal for your networking. I'm sure that's not very surprising hearing that from me. <laughs> Identify what you're looking for. Are you looking to meet your ideal customer avatar? Are you looking to meet referral partners? Are you looking to meet collaboration partners? Once you know that, you'll determine where those people are hanging out and start connecting there. For example, if you're looking for collaboration partners, visit meetup.com and see what networking events are in your area. Honestly, you never know where you'll meet someone, what will develop, or when. Take Teresa and me, for example. Mm -hmm. We met in an influencer's Facebook group about 10 years ago. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been 10 years, but it has. Look, that chance meeting led to a friendship and then this podcast. How cool is that? It's very cool. But not only do we collaborate on this podcast, but I've hired and referred Megan over the years. Not to mention that she is my best sounding board and most trusted ally. And I consider Teresa my coach. <laughs> so keep your eyes open. There are opportunities everywhere if you're open to them. And now you also have a process to help you be more productive in your network marketing efforts. As we wrap up this episode, we'll emphasize that networking is more crucial than ever for business growth. Digital marketing is awesome, but extremely competitive. Nothing is more effective at business growth than relationships. It's often who you know versus what you know when it comes to creating opportunities and achieving success. Yes. By mastering the bond method, you can cultivate meaningful connections that lead to valuable collaborations, referral partners, and clients. 
Remember, small steps can yield significant results. So don't feel overwhelmed. Just take it one step at a time. Always put people first. Be curious. Ask good questions and listen attentively. Building rapport and trust takes time, but it's the key to successful networking. Be intentional about your networking goals and seek out your ideal connections. Embrace progress, not perfection, and keep sharpening your networking skills. Networking is an endless opportunity for growth and high-value connections. So take action by employing the bond method and let the power of genuine relationships propel your business forward. Small steps will lead to lasting connections that can transform your business journey. Thanks for listening today. Please share this episode with a friend and don't forget to give us a five-star review. It really helps us out. We appreciate you. And just a quick little note, Megan and I are taking our summer break for the month of August, but we will be back on Wednesday, September 6th with episode 100. (laughs) Woohoo! All right, everybody. We will see you then. Bye. I'm going to say that again because I ran out of breath. I forgot to breathe. (laughs) Sorry, Jeff. Every episode. We should just have a running thing of sorry, Jeff's. (laughs) The art of networking hasn't involved. Listen to me. They've involved. The first neck networking. (laughs) Stretch. stretch, stretch. (laughs) I wouldn't say anything about that. Oh you have to give me a second. Working. I will give you a drink of water. I'll give you a second. <laughs> All right. That's why we need to record it's more like, often. Or just for the a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, networking for vampires. <laughs> <laughs> networking for vampires. Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. Uh, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs>